You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 237. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 237. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hello, beautiful girl. Oh, my love. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm chilly. I know. It is it's quite the the contrast to it some is. of our podcasts recorded in California. Right. <laughs> it's a bit chilly. I feel like a California complainer. I well, it's it's funny because since we've been in North Carolina, everybody's been telling us that this is the winter very much out of the norm. Yeah. That it's, it's colder than usual. Far colder, snow <laughs> earlier. We're like, great. Nice. <laughs> But that's why it's awesome to work at home. Right. (laughs) Hello, everyone. So welcome to the show. Hope you are having an amazing new year so far. And we have a fab topic this week that is all about getting unstuck. So I'm going to talk about seven different ways to help you get unstuck. And that's a common kind of complaint or issue that I see people come across all the time where They just feel like they're in a rut, they feel stuck, and they're not exactly sure how to get into momentum. Oh, yeah. I mean, we hear it all the time, like, I need to start New Year's resolutions, or I'm in a rut. I need to get my act together, I need to get started, and I've definitely heard this from certain people in my family, even, and I'm like, okay, then do it. Let's get going. Let's get going. So I'm going to talk to you about where you can actually start looking in your life so you can create some shifts and some changes. How to get started. And we have very, very exciting announcements coming. And so it's going to be a nice, fun episode, I think, this week. But as you know, we like to pass the mic to Mr. Smith for a minute, get get everything warmed up a bit. Get the mics warmed up. And we like to call this segment... Would you rather... That's right. All right. Today's would you rather or this week's would you rather mm-hmm. is would you rather eat poop Whoa. that tastes like chocolate or chocolate that tastes like poop? Oh, babe. Ugh. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, Went to the gutter for this one. Yeah, this was this is rough. It's a rough one. So, would you rather actually eat poop, but have it taste like chocolate, or eat chocolate that actually tasted like poop? Well, I feel like you have purchased some chocolate that does taste like poop. pretty dirty. It tastes more like dirt. It tastes like like dirt. Yeah. So, I could definitely understand, like, some of those. Human poop. Some of those, like, 90% cacao. Yeah, the 92% cacao. Oh, I hate that word so much. I hate that word, cacao. But you do sound pretentious saying it. It's a waste of chocolate, in my opinion. I mean, it's just a mammoth waste of chocolate. I mean, the only reason anyone ever needs that more percentage of chocolate. The only reason you need that is for baking. Period. 
And then that's when you add a shit ton of sugar. I disagree. I kind of like it. <laughs> you love that poopy chocolate already. Oh, well, then there you go. There's my answer. <laughs> I almost think I would pick the poop. The actual poop and have it taste it is, like the most human, amazing chocolate you've you ever had. You said it's human poop. Yes. So, and yeah. it tastes like the most amazing chocolate I've ever had. Yeah. You're I, looking at Hep C, you know. <laughs> I think <laughs> Hep C's knocking on your door. I, I think I'm going to pick the poop. You're going to go with eating poop. Because I can't even I can't even imagine eating chocolate that tasted and it like smelled all gross and if, rank. If, it, and... if I was like gun to head, it would totally be chocolate that tastes like poop. Because you know that it's actually chocolate, not poop. <laughs> so you're not going to get diseases. You're, you know, you're I love how you're like poop. talking down to me about this when you're the I one am? who came up with this horrible, I'm horrible. I'm not talking word. down at all. <laughs> well, you're just kind of like. Uh, no, I'm just like rationalizing. <laughs> I'm rationalizing. Well, my answer is locked in. It, it is. It is pretty gross. So <laughs> this is this is really going downhill fast. But we would love let's, to let's, hear. Let's bring it back on the high ground. What you would rather? And if you didn't know this, I have a very exclusive slash inclusive Facebook group. Oh yeah, yeah. That's for the pod people, and it's called the Joy Junkie. <laughs> After hours. <laughs> you know I'm coming I know with you're going to say it. <laughs> Do it. After hours. <laughs> there, you got it out. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so at, in the After Hours Club, every Monday we talk about the Would You Rather, and it's fun to hear what, what everybody has to chime in on. And I also have a, a resource vault for all of the people who are in that Facebook group where you can access additional trainings. They do live Q&As every single week. We have camaraderie. And there may or may not be some coupon codes floating around, Uh-oh. which is actually an amazing segue to jump into the exciting announcement that I have for this week. Oh, yeah. And many of you probably already know this if you were hanging out with me on my free workshop last week. But registration is officially open for oh, this, this version of the tribe. Yes. Yay. Deep down and dirty, the tribe is officially open for registration. This is by far my most comprehensive program that I've ever put together. I think this is probably the fifth time I've run it. And students just rave about the the change that they've seen in their lives. I've had a couple of people go through it multiple times. Because they love the camaraderie and the group element because it spans three to four months. Oh, yeah. And you develop these really close, tight-knit relationships. But the reason why the After Hours Club is such a great segue into this is I always post discounts and coupon codes in the After Hours community where you can save like 50 bucks on your registration. Okay. Right on. So that's another reason to come hang out with us in the, the After Hours Club. but Like you need any more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Like it's all this free stuff. But the deal with the, the tribe, and this is really what it comes down to, is, you know, we hear a lot of different personal development tools. We talk about inner critic. We talk about how to say no, perfectionism, core values, all of that. None of that matters to people. Nobody gives a shit about that. Right. Like if you hire somebody to fix your computer, you don't need to know all the what they're doing 
right. you know, like, oh, well, this was connected to this, and then we had to revamp this, but I don't give a shit. I just need my computer to work. Yeah. And that's how people come to personal development. They're like, I don't care what the exercise is. I just want to be happy. Yeah. yeah. I just want to enjoy my life. I want to not be paralyzed by guilt and fear. I don't want to have that voice running through my head telling me that I'm not good enough. Man, I don't right. care how to change it. I just want to change it. Right. Right? And that's, It doesn't matter at first. It matters as you progress. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So that's, I mean, that is essentially why I created Deep Down and Dirty the Tribe. It's all about taking you from people-pleasing, perfectionism, guilt-laden, you know, feeling like a doormat to a place of confidence and self-love, self-worth, feeling valuable. And what that does for you is it completely transforms your entire life. So you will then have strength, confidence to decline family invites, let's say. You know, all of those wonderful family guilt trips, and then free up that time for yourself. Yeah. And all of these components that I teach you and that you'll learn filter into your real world and create that happiness. And so we'll talk, we'll talk more about it. But the reason why I really wanted to emphasize it today is today and tomorrow, you can still get an additional bonus that is all about Forgiveness, self-forgiveness. Oh, this is the like added material? Yes. Oh, this was cool. a, a specialized module that I put together because I noticed that there were a lot of students craving self-forgiveness in particular. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it, it's geared towards forgiveness of others as well. So if you have like your ex that you just can't move on from, like you still blame him or you blame her, you feel like everything would be fine. If your parents weren't such assholes, if they didn't raise you so shitty. reason. Or there's a self-forgiveness element where you still blame yourself for your divorce or you can't believe you put your children in a specific situation. Oh, yeah. Or you passed on a job opportunity and you can't believe that you did that and that's interfering with you progressing. So that bonus module is still available completely free for anyone who registers through tomorrow. So if you're listening the day that it airs, it's going to be dropping for all of you guys on the 15th. So through January 16th, you can get that additional bonus. Just didn't want any of y'all to miss it. And be sure that if you are in the After Hours group, you snag the extra special discount code that's floating Mm -hmm. around in there. If you know you want in and you don't want to miss that extra bonus and you want to jump in on the 2017 price, because it's still being offered at the 2017 price, that will that switches over in a week or two. So you can still get grandfathered into the the older price, plus you can break it up into payments. Just go to thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe and you will be able to get all of those goodies oh cool okay let's talk about seven things that you can do to help you get unstuck the first thing that i want you to do is analyze what you are tolerating and clear out any clutter that is happening in your world a lot of times we we're we're usually good about this towards the beginning of the year. We start to evaluate the things that haven't been working and the things that are working that we want to continue on. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times there are cluttered elements in our world, whether they are actual 
physical, literal clutter, like in our closets or sure. desks or things like that, clothes, or sometimes it's energy clutter where you are spending your time in a way that isn't conducive to your personal growth. Like maybe you are obligated to hang out with family that isn't really very supportive of you or they give you shit about things or maybe you're hanging out with friends who you've always been friends since high school or college and you feel a historical obligation. But when it really comes down to it, you've kind of outgrown them. That is an element of clutter. Additionally, we do this in our relationships too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like intimate partnerships where we are just kind of waiting for somebody better to come along. Oh wow. Or we don't, we think that being somewhat miserable in our relationship is probably better than being alone. So we stick with that sort of cluttery relationship. And the reason why this matters is If you have one area of your life that has either physical or energetic clutter in it, it tends to permeate other areas. So if you have a really shitty relationship, you probably know you can have a great work life and maybe you're making a lot of money. You know, money is good. Maybe health is good. But you feel the effects of that clutter in that one category of your relationship in all areas. It It infringes on you being able to celebrate your business or have a lot of momentum in your work. It helps, it interferes with you really relishing financial success, right? For sure. Yeah. So it bleeds into other areas, even if those other areas are doing well or are fulfilling you. Or even if you feel like you've compartmentalized them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which we tend to do, right? If our relationship isn't going very well, we're like, oh, let's avoid that because that's challenging and throw everything into work or throw everything into parenting and ignore that relationship. And what happens? You perpetuate that stuckness, which I equate a lot of times to being unhappy. Like you just stay unhappy, Hmm. right? All right. So that's what I want you to start looking at. That's the first thing to question. What am I tolerating? Because we are not designed to just tolerate life, right? Like I'm just dealing with my relationship or my family or my job. What are you tolerating where you want to actually have a completely different reality? You want a fulfilling relationship. You want a rewarding career path. You want more financial success. You want whatever it is. Is there an area where you are tolerating less than what you desire? Hmm. Okay. And start looking at what can I do to start clearing out that clutter? Sound good? Sounds amazing. Okay. Great place to start. That's the first question. Now, second thing that I want you to analyze is I want you to look at what all is in a rut. Because sometimes we will do something where we're unhappy in one area. And like I said, because it kind of bleeds into your happiness in all areas, we think I'm in a rut. But what's really happening is there's one thing that you really need to pay attention to. Like the relationship or your health. Maybe you're ignoring your health. Maybe you're ignoring family relationships or something like that. Hmm. So get this out on paper and start looking at what are these areas that are contributing to me feeling stuck or that I am not happy in? Because that might make it like, oh, 
oh, okay, no wonder I'm feeling so stuck or no wonder I'm feeling so unfulfilled. I haven't been taking care of my health. Okay, everything else is actually going really, really well. Let's focus on health and get going. But I think we tend to catastrophize and lump everything into this snowball and we get stuck in this idea that we are just – we're in a rut and I'm so stuck and I'm this, 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 instead of really pinpointing these are the things that are a problem. Got it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's too generalized. That's exactly right. Looking at here are the specific things that aren't going well. Here are the specific character or uh, areas of my world. Now, if you need some help with that, I highly suggest that you go back and listen to episode 234, I believe it was. I'm going to put the link in the show notes page. That is the annual goal setting planning guide oh, yeah. that I do every single year. That can be really helpful for you to start pinpointing what are the areas of my world that need some attention, and it breaks it all down for you, like eight major categories of our life, for you to kind of give yourself a little grade, I'd say, in each of those areas. They'll check in. Yeah, it gives you a little bit more fodder to analyze where am I stuck, where am I not happy. Now, some of you guys are going to be like, I can tell you right now. I know exactly. (laughs) It is for sure my weight or it is for sure my fucking job or it, you know, or it's a multitude of things. And then that's when we tend to get overwhelmed. So here's what I want you to do. After you have created a list of these are the categories that make me feel stuck. This is where I feel lost. This is where I feel unhappy. I want you to decide on one tiny baby step in each of those categories. Okay. That can move you out of that stuck place. All right. And episode 234, again, will help you with that as well. Mm -hmm. But what we need to do is actually something. (laughs) We need to do something. And when we're in a rut, we tend to stay in in action. We just do nothing. Right. And Or we procrastinate or we kind of wallow in our stuckness instead of actually doing something different. And sometimes that step of doing something different is the most jarring, you know, because you get stuck in this rut and then you just go to school or you go to work every day and then you drive the same way and then you come home and you do the same sort of food and you do the same sort of nighttime activity and then you converse with your spouse in the exact same way. Usually breaking up that monotony, breaking up that routine of unhappiness is the first thing that you need to do. That's great advice. But get it out on paper because – Like I said, too, you know, for those of you out there going like, oh, my God, Amy, there's like four categories. It's my relationship. It's my job. It's money. It's da da And then when that happens and we go, all these areas need attention, that's also where we get locked into procrastination or inaction. We go, ah, it's too big. That's why getting it out on paper and then identifying a small baby step that you can do in each area will get you a little bit of momentum. Just anything, right? Any little baby step just to start breaking up that monotony. So, for instance, if you feel like, okay, what what I'm really in a rut around is my health, okay? And I know I need to lose some weight. I know I need to get active. My first baby step might be to research gyms in my area. It might not be work out five times a week. Right. You don't jump straight to that. Exactly. So it first could, things first. Right. Find a place to do it. 
And then you say, okay, I'm going to, okay, if today's the 15th, I'm going to have a decision about a gym or a workout program by January 30th, just what the program is. And then you take it from there and you keep going, right? But usually we go, oh my God, I got to go from zero to 60 in all of these areas. And then you set yourself up to fail. Mm -hmm. Get yourself those baby steps. All right. Number three, what was present in your life when you were the happiest? Hmm. I want you to start thinking back to times in your life when you really were lit up, when you really were happy, when you were thriving. Many of us have a season or a chapter where that was the case. And we can look back and go, oh, I was really doing meaningful, powerful work. Or I was really financially secure, and that contributed a lot to my happiness. Or I was in a really healthy relationship, or I was single and I wasn't a part of a toxic relationship, or I had really rich friendships, whatever it might be for you. Now, there's going to be others of you who go, I don't know if I've ever had that. Mm. I don't know if I've ever uncovered what happiness really looks like. And I have seen that a lot too, especially with with tribe students, where they have lived their life in its entirety for other people. It has either been a people-pleasing thing, where it's always been about making mom and dad happy or going to the right college, getting the right degrees, having the perfect person love you, getting married, having the perfect career, all of these things that are about external people's approval. And okay, then maybe I'll be happy. And it's all of these things outside of yourself. And then, you know, I see a lot of people, this is why people come to the tribe is they're like, I've done all that shit. I look amazing on paper. Everyone thinks I'm confident. Everyone thinks I'm the life of the party Mm. or whatever. And I have no idea what matters to me. I don't know what lights me up. Well, there was, uh, before the podcast started, we were, uh, you were reading to me about one of your students. This might be a perfect time to, Right. To um to read that. Absolutely. Well, there's a there's a handful of them and you guys can can check them out when you go to the joyjunkie.com slash tribe. I I highly encourage you read other students because they are most likely exactly in your shoes or mm-hmm. were exactly Similar. in your shoes. Sure. They were listening to the pod, they were thinking, fuck, I need to shift some stuff. And I need some accountability. I need other people in my corner. And I need to put some money behind this. Like, I need to actually invest in creating this change, right? There's totally totally a different investment when it's, like, a free podcast. Right. Like, nobody's holding your, you know, head (laughs) to the fire saying, please get your work done and change this and work on your self-talk and all of that stuff. So yeah. So Molly was an amazing student that I had and she had talked about before the course, feeling stressed, anxious, depressed, knew that she needed a change, but couldn't be happy continuing with her own habits. And I love what she wrote. She wrote, this course is a game changer. It is a necessity. Amy saved my life. Well, I think wow. I think Molly saved her own life yeah, personally. Right? Yes. I feel more confident and comfortable and ready for what life has in store. It will impact every area of your life, and that's why it's so important. Results are unbelievable. The change that you see in your life is miraculous. You can be happy. And that's that's, huge. that's wow. what I love so much about that. Annette was another student of mine, 
and talked about before the course, terrible about her inner critic, constantly telling her to people, please, like that other people's opinions are more important. And then she said, after the course, Amy showed me how to give myself permission to not be perfect and how to start living into her new beliefs that allow her to feel worthy and successful. So it's that internal feeling of happiness instead of all these other people approve of me. It was just one of those moments where, here's the thing. I think a lot of people have trouble investing in themselves. Oh, totally. I think it's it's one of the biggest reasons why they don't do anything self-improvement is they feel like, oh, I got to put my money, you know, they think of it more rational. But this is actually the most rational decision that you can make. Right. Because if you aren't the best you, how do you be the best you can be for other people or for your career or right. for your children or, you know, for your community? All those things are dependent upon where you sit inside of yourself. Right. So it's important to invest in ourselves. But That's we, the same thing I tell yeah. my clients when it comes to physicality. Like if you aren't aware of what you're doing, then you're going to continue to do it. Right. And you're going to keep batting, butting your head against the wall. So these are just two cases of people that change that little. They just moved it that much and it changed their lives. That's right. That's right. I mean, you've often said like, okay, yeah, you know, investing in wellness with me or body work with me might feel like an expense, but try surgery. Right. Try all these other elements that could potentially be your reality if you aren't actively creating what you do want. Right. If you think taking care of yourself is expensive, try Try, getting sick. Try illness. Yeah. Right. Try depression. Try anxiety. Try being in an unhappy relationship. super expensive. How many Hagen dazs did you eat? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. So yeah, you know, it's you guys can obviously read about it and and decide if it's the right choice for you. And again, you can find all of that at thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe. And the reason why this is so important is all of those things that you want in your life, if you want to be thinner, if you want to have healthy relationships, if you want to be able to communicate better, if you want to start your own business, what the fuck do you think you need to do that? You need to like who you are. You don't need some magic code, you know, or secret sauce that only some people know. But in order to accomplish those things, in order to really envelop competence, you have to have a positive relationship with self. So anyway, I could go on and on and on. Okay. So number three was what was present in your life when you were the happiest? And if you can pinpoint that and then implement that, like, oh, I was the happiest when I was also doing a creative project, then start a new creative project. Or if you were happiest with certain relationships in or out of your life, Start cultivating relationships in a way that will be helpful for you. If it is around creating impact, I'm happiest when I create impact. Start infiltrating your life with some sort of impact. And that's one of the, the one of the weeks that we spend a decent amount on our core value system because we start looking at these are the things that actually light my spirit on fire. And from so many people, we don't we don't ever address that. We're not taught that. We're not taught to look for our own fulfillment. We're taught to check off all these boxes according to society. So very true. That's number three. Number four, really identifying for yourself the components that bring you joy. Now, that may be very much in tandem with number three, 
So if you're looking at past chapters of your life, what was present during those times that made you happy? But then you might just want to do a short list of the things that bring you happiness. So you might know, oh my gosh, yeah, being involved in a creative project or working with children or spending time with my nieces and nephews or grandkids or whatever, that does bring me joy. If you can identify things in your life that really do light you up and then diligently put them into your calendar, that will immediately help you become unstuck. Because a lot of times I think about this and I'll ask people like, what what makes you really happy? And they'll be like, oh my God, I love to dance. And I'm like, when was the last time you danced? And they're like, oh fuck, like four years ago. <laughs> Why? Why? Because right. I got stuck. I got in a rut. These are the times, go take a dance class. Get out of that rut. Look at the things that you know you enjoy. Maybe you love cooking. What are you doing right now with cooking? Are you getting all your food just delivered? Are you eating out all the time? Bust cooking out the same old thing. Bust out your favorite recipe book. Try something new. Yes. Any sort of behavioral shift like that will bust you out of a rut. Or at least help you get out of a rut. So get all of those things on paper, all the things that you already know bring you joy, and then how can you start to infuse those into your life again? Number five, if you don't know what brings you joy, and again, like I said, this is what I see from people all the time because they've been living their lives for everybody else. Yeah. What mom and dad want, what the kids want, whatever. Number five is to experiment with what brings you joy. Okay. And this is about... Again, busting out of a rut, getting out of a routine that you've had forever and looking at, you know what would be fun? I would love to take an art class or I would love to do one of those like painting and wine nights or I would really love to start a dog walking business. Or join a basketball league or uh, whatever. Exactly. Or I've always liked the idea of this. But it seemed like so much work. Mm. Okay, well, what's another example? What's another opportunity? What's something else that you could do? Like, for instance, if you always loved the idea of knitting, but you felt like that it was it was just way too involved or too complicated, do a search. I'm telling you, there's alternate ways to knit that I do. Actually, it's called loom knitting, and it is fast. Oh, yeah, it's so look. fast, and it's really rewarding because you can produce product, you know, products really quickly. So all I'm saying is there might be something (laughs) that you've had interest in that your inner critic pipes in and says, Oh gosh, no, that's going to take too much work. Or then you're going to have to compete in a basketball league or, and it's like, no, what if you just go just play a pickup game on Saturday? You know, it takes us back to, uh, take a small step. Exactly. Exactly. Taking that small step. So sometimes it's about just experimenting and you have to watch out for the inner critic to pipe in going, see, that didn't work. See, that didn't work. Sometimes it's just about having that perspective of experimentation. I'm just looking for what I enjoy, you know, because especially if you've lived your life in a way where you've been so concerned about what other people will think, or I need to volunteer for this church group because that's what I've always done, or that's what they expect of me instead of what I really want to do, which is join this roller derby team. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So experiment, give yourself the opportunity to play around with that. Number six, break up your pattern. And we talked about this a little bit before. You were even saying when I was talking about cooking, you were saying cook something new. 
Yeah. If you break up your pattern, this is one of the best ways to get out of a rut. And you can do this in a ton of really simple ways. You can drive a different direction to work or like a different alternative route to work. Yeah. Uh, you can, I think you even told me this one time, when you shower, you switch up the order of what you do. Yeah, like I do. sometimes I do, I'll shave first. Sometimes I'll do this first or I'll brush my teeth. Brush with my my teeth. Left hand. Yeah, right. Exactly. We went through a phase for a long time where we would sleep a different direction on the bed every night. That's right. Now our bedding isn't exactly conducive to that, but that was really fun because it shook up the monotony, right? You can do anything like that, you know, eating different foods, rearranging your furniture, doing things in a different way than maybe you have in the past. That is an energy shift. It's an energy shift of change as opposed to the monotony because what's happening is you're stuck and then you're doing nothing to break up that energy and that will perpetuate that same stuckness. On a physiological level, what you're doing with all of these is changing your neural patterns. That's right. All of this is about changing the highways and freeways in your mind. And making these little dirt roads that are hard to follow at first because they're bumpy and rocky and rough terrain. And then the more you travel down, the smoother they get. That's why those freeways are so much easier to drive down. Exactly. All of these things are ways for you to start creating different end roads. Yep. With your neural patterns. That's exactly yeah. right. And that is, that's another one of the reasons why we do the tribe for almost four months. Take some time. It takes time to rewire those patterns. Mm -hmm. We know how to be people pleasers. We know how to be perfectionists. We know how to talk shit to ourselves. And that pathway is very, very worn for the most, for many of us, it's 30, 40, 50, 60 years of walking down that same path of talking Absolutely. shit to yourself. So in order to let that pathway overgrow with trees and bushes and start barreling through a new kind of shrubbery and, you know, <laughs> path that has not yet been created, it takes a machete. It takes driving through there quite a few times. It takes the right tools. It takes the right tools. That's exactly right. And it takes time. And that is why this program spans such a long period of time. And then That's you great. have people who are in there with you going, oh, my God, I finally made a shift here. Or I had this conversation. Or I realized that I was way more optimistic about this. Or I was kinder to myself or more compassionate. Never ceases to amaze me the connections that people create. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. That's amazing. Okay. So number seven and this is the final step in getting unstuck, is to make a plan, is to get some sort of plan. Maybe if you have the one area where you feel really stuck is health, maybe the plan is a series of doctor visits, maybe it is a new way of eating, maybe it is a structured workout program, but there has to be some sort of definitive plan. And again, the episode 234 that's mm -hmm. all about goal setting can help you crystallize that a little bit. That. Yeah. Yeah. But the the thing that's really different about creating a plan and then executing a plan, there are ways to do that and be really happy about 
executing your goals and then there's ways to do that where you are just checking off boxes and you're still not really very happy. And the difference between those two is how you feel about you. Hmm. So I've often said we see plenty of people who are successful and unhappy. The people who are successful and happy like themselves. Period. Absolutely. They have a healthy relationship with themselves. And that's why you see all these people. I mean, when I worked in makeup, it was so painfully obvious because there would be people who, by all societal standards, should be happy. Perfect body. They were models. They had incredible careers or actors or fashion designers. All of these people who you would think, oh, they should be totally happy. They have all these, quote, successes. But they're not because the relationship with themselves wasn't solid. Right. It was the external thing. So it's the same thing for you, right? You can get that degree. You can start that business. You can check off all the fucking boxes. But unless you have untangled how you feel about yourself, that self-respect, your worthiness, feeling a sense of value, all you're going to do is chase, chase, chase accomplishments Hmm. for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. So let's enjoy those accomplishments. So like now, when I hit certain mile posts with my health or in my business, it's that much more exciting because I also love Amy. Yes, absolutely. Right? And then any setbacks, like I'm allowed to feel what I feel, but I don't think Amy fucking sucks or I'm not worthy or I'm not valuable. I just think, okay, this situation sucks. And then you can reroute. So anyway, if you know that 2018 has got to change, that you cannot get to this point in one year's time and feel like shit. You cannot continue down this trajectory. Please check out Deep Down and Dirty the Tribe. I really think it could change things radically for you if you're ready. It's not for everybody because it's it is it's an investment of time for sure. For it's sure. about making you important. Check it out and see if it's if it's your time. I would highly encourage you to do so. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe. Don't hesitate to send us an email if you have any questions. If you want to jump on the phone, there'll be an opportunity for you to do that as well. If you need to just kind of talk it out and make sure it works for you. Yeah. Nice. So I'm excited. This is my I'm, favorite thing in the world. I'm excited for all these listeners out here that are making this decision. Like, that's huge. It's exciting. That's big to yeah. make that decision. Like. Pat yourself on the back for even listening to this and putting the effort forward to do something this big for yourself. Well, that's right. And, you know, no matter what, if if you decide that the, the tribe is right for you right now, fantastic. Great. If you don't, decide on something that works for you. Like, hmm. for instance, if you just listen to all of this information about getting unstuck and you choose to do nothing with it. This has been a waste of 40 minutes of your life. I mean, it's been a waste. You are a hoarder of personal development. (laughs) You are gathering information and not employing it. You have to apply. You have to. It's like, (laughs) I always use the metaphor of, or the example of, you know, buying a shit ton of books on Pilates or, you know, gathering a ton of information on health and wellness and then not eating healthy or not getting any physical activity. Don't be a hoarder of personal development. Employ it. Apply it. Figure out a methodology that works for you. And if you need a massive kick in the ass in that arena, you know where to find me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm hoping that this has been really helpful. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? I don't think so. I've added plenty. 
All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.